welcome back everyone it is tip oh hey ho and it's the pretty ricky 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 hey <laughs> hey, hey hey i feel like i have to let out that exasperated sigh because that's how i feel with this is us right about now no oh we are back for another episode recap and discussion of this is us the final chapter season six episode 16 titled family meeting and i was not prepared for this episode i really thought they were going to stay with you know heavy light heavy light but to me the episode this week was not light and Mm -hmm. it really took a toll on me emotionally so (laughs) yeah i feel like it had light moments um but it's just, it was a reality type of episode. It got really heavy to me, honestly, mostly toward the end. But it was just all just, wow. Just just life, the circle of life. is That's what my husband and I kept saying, circle of life. Oh my gosh, I'm not, I'm not ready. And I felt like This Is Us reminded us that this is me, this is you, this is us. Like, this is anybody. Like, we are representative. And I think that's why I last, like you said, and Erica... Miss E, Miss Erica, she called me this morning like, how are you today? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm still not well. And I'm kind of frustrated with this is us from putting me through this back to back. And um, her thing was the same that we're saying now. Like, it was just so real. Like, it's realistic. Yeah. Like, you can, like, for me, I don't want to sound morbid or anything, but that can really be like any day now. You know, like, you never know when that yeah. circle of life is going to come around. And so it was just so, yeah, it was a lot. yeah it was Um, as I told Ricky offline I am using recap from tvline.com I think their recap is really good and so we'll just go through the episode with their recap and of course punctuate with our opinions and viewpoints and questions that we may have so uh, the episode starts with a flashback or montage of moments from when Rebecca and Jack were, you know, raising the kids. And so, <laughs> girl, you made me think about, or you didn't make me, but it made me think about when <laughs> you always check on me and be like, are you going to give away the house? But I was like, see, that's what I'm talking about. Jack is sitting there snoring, girl. I'm getting triggered watching the scenes. <laughs> Jack is snoring. Ooh. Rebecca's getting waking up at all times of the nights and mornings. And I'm just like, why do they do this? Why do they? have it's like an assault on my sleep like that's what I say all the time and my husband just rolls his eyes and be like nobody cares about your sleep I'm like that's my point nobody cares nobody cares <laughs> and what's funny is because you and I go back so far um to the point that I know how serious your sleep like how you take your sleep to like sleepovers and like are we gonna still be friends with Tiffany because Tip is like y'all are being too noisy and we're like it is a sleepover okay you are not supposed to sleep at sleepovers you're like uh-uh I always sleep okay sleepover or not so you have been taking your sleep serious um for a long 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 time and Girl, yes, you got some reality check moments, but that's why it's really funny because I just know how serious those things is. So it's funny when my heart do go out because I'm like, dang, man, yep, it's a new day. Yes. 
And so the flashback is interrupted with present day Rebecca, or what was present day for that moment, Rebecca, yelling out, like waking up out of her sleep and calling from Miguel and girl. I was like, y'all gonna do this? Y'all gonna do this? This is it. <laughs> so um, Kate, Randall, and Kevin, well, the nurse come running to her side, but Rebecca's not really paying the nurse no mind. Like, where's Miguel? Like I said what I wanted. Like, where is he? And so Kate comes and Randall and, and, and Kevin come and you see Kate just goes into immediate action and she's comforting her mom and Kevin and Randall are just standing in the door frame like I don't know what to do and <clears throat> Kate does summon Kevin over like help with the pillows and he does a little fluff and then he walks away or whatever but I just love the realness of that moment because it's like Kate, like I said, Kate goes into action, but the but the other two were like, I don't know like how to deal with this situation right now or whatever. Um, but we do learn shortly thereafter that it's only been seven days since McGill has passed, so a week, and everybody's about to return to their quote unquote normal lives, like in a couple of days. So I guess it's the weekend. And so on Monday they said, Oh, you know, I'm gonna do the um the Manny series finale and Randall's going to go back to being a U.S. Senator and Kate's going to go back to living her life, which we later learn what her life is. I ain't going to spoil it right now. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so they decided they need to have a family meeting. Do you have anything to say about Rebecca and the victory at this moment before we go into their family? Yeah, you can go ahead to the family meeting. Okay, girl. So, <clears throat> Madison and Eli are still at the house and or at least in the area and so they have Kevin's kids and their own and Nikki and Edie um so the TV line recap says that Nikki and Edie lives in the old cabin did they did you know that they were living in the old cabin mm, oh I don't know if I knew that no I didn't know that I thought they were just visiting and like stayed there I didn't realize they were living there already okay cool so Interesting. Nikki Wait, who lives there? At the round of the house of Nikki and Edie. Nikki and Edie. Yeah, they say Nikki and Edie live in the old cabin. Okay, so anyway, they take the kids out of the house so they can like get away from the grief and, you know, the atmosphere. And <laughs> as they're about to talk about, like start their family meeting, the in-laws bust in and <laughs> Beth is just so stupid. She's like, uh-oh, we need to like leave because they're about to have their family meeting. They're like, how do you know we're going to have our family meeting? And she like breaks it down to the ground. And I just thought that was so funny. Beth was <laughs> the hero for this episode. The little bit. Yeah, I think she was our light. She was a sprinkle of lightness throughout the show. Yes. Like it's not all the heavy. She she brought some comedy relief. <sighs> as she usually does, which is always she, appreciated. Yes, yes. And so um they're having a family meeting and Kevin is like you know I built the house she wanted the house I built the house for stay in this house so you know when my series wraps I'll be visiting like every couple of weeks and Randall's like nah bruh like she needs more than just a couple of visits here and there she needs someone her family to be with her so therefore she needs to move in with me in Philadelphia and so Kate is just sitting there. So at this time when they're having this, who's gonna like, is Kevin just gonna come pop in or is Randall gonna take the um, take mom to Philadelphia? Whose side was you, were you on at this moment? If you have a side. Um, I just kept thinking, this is Kate's decision. This is Kate's decision. Mm -hmm. Y'all keep talking, but I'm on the side of, I believe Kate is going to know best. So I'm just waiting to see what she's going to say. Ah, so you were but like I did I would say I was more so leaning toward in general like yeah like 
the plan should not be just family coming every couple of weeks yeah. at this point. So I knew that, but I also didn't think the decision was for, you know, because I think the, the flip side of that was then she's just going to come with me. But Randall has all the schedules. He, I mean, it's just not realistic. So um, so I would say that neither side. And let me just see how we can work this out. Kate, I want to hear from you. Is there a word from Kate? <laughs> That's where I was at. Is there a word? Kate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was um, but, uh, interesting because Kevin kept saying, Kate, like, what do you think? Kate, what do you think? Is she just sitting there or it seems like she's just sitting there? But I'm like, you know, maybe Kate is really just taking it all in, trying to hear both sides. And then Randall's like, well, you know, pretty much Kate's sitting there like a bump on a log. And so Kate got offended by that, which she should have. But it was the truth. I'm like, say something. If you're supposed to make the decision, say something. Oh, but that part where she had that cat, I just thought that was just so thoughtful. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, this is helpful for Alzheimer's patients to have a cat. And they were like, the cat. <laughs> no, I'm glad you brought that up because of course I remember that. But as you're mentioning that, I just really love that we see how compassionate Kate yes. is. And we see it, we've seen it before too, especially when it comes to Jack and just how attentive she is and you know, all about therapy and like schedules and just from there, day one, from when we found out that he was blind, just how she just looks beyond that. And so we just get to see her shine in this way again with her mom. So I think the cat is a great representation of Kate shining. Like, I think Kate shined a lot in this episode. Yes. And she shined again from when she first went in there to console her mom to the cat. And like you said, other Mm -hmm. moments throughout the episode. Mm -hmm. It was obvious. I mean, I always understood why Rebecca chose Kate, but this episode, in my opinion, for anyone who was like, why did she choose Kate? Just solidify. Like, yeah, she was having a hard time making that decision. And we later understand why she was having such a hard time, like saying this is what's best for mom. But um, the other stuff that she was doing, just the care, the empathy, the compassion, Mm -hmm. the thoughtfulness, everything was just like, yes, Kate, like you are the MVP in this situation. And I need you to so um, let's see. So they have another flashback to when uh, Jack has just died. It, they say it's like a month after Jack has died. And so the kids, the big three, are out at a party. And Kevin gets Kate drunk and Randall gets in a fight. And then we learn that Randall got in a fight because he was defending Kate, who was possibly going to get raped. I don't know. It kind of sounded like that. Um, if he hadn't stepped in. And so Rebecca thinks. Randall and says he's like a godsend or something like that or thank god for you or something like that and mm-hmm. I'm just like man the burden of responsibility yeah <laughs> yeah like I've already tried to hold it together since that I mean it's been a month so he hasn't even made the decision to not go to Howard yet I'm thinking at this point when your mom's saying thank god for you so it's like no I cannot leave because if I leave <laughs> My sister may get raped. My brother's going to be a drunk. My mom's going to be by herself. Like, what? Yes. The whole family will crumble and it will not survive. I must, I must say, but that is a big burden though, to feel that kind of pressure. Yes. And so um, she goes and tells Kate that she's, you know, worth far more than what she thinks she is. And we hear Kate talk about how she's a dud. And so like, pretty much don't even worry about me. Like you got two studs, I'm a dud, I'll be good. And then, um, but I like the part where Rebecca goes in and like lights on Kevin. And uh, yeah. and I'm like, she didn't even have to like do a mama slap or nothing. Like just the words, don't bring your brother and sister down with you. Get it together, Kevin. And then she just walks out and I'm like, yes. So. Mm-hmm. 
another uh, flashback we have of Rebecca in her early motherhood. And what I liked about this episode, and I'm like, this is us, you're kind of cheeky and sneaky. How y'all gonna have this mother-centric motherhood episode right after Mother's Day? Like, I thought this. about that too. I thought about <laughs> that. But, oh, I see what y'all did. Y'all said, let me look at this calendar and let me try to really pull at these heartstrings. Yep, yes. I felt that too. Mm-hmm. So we see that, you know, <laughs> Jack is gone somewhere. I don't know. He away. And so again, I'm triggered, girl. And so <laughs> Kate, I mean, Rebecca's <laughs> sitting there with baby Kate and baby Kate will not go to sleep. Rebecca's reading Goodnight Moon. She's singing. She tried to go lay her down. That girl start crying. She's like, well, you can't wake up the other two babies. So she finally like, you know what? We just gonna sit here and watch, I don't know, the TV show. But they're sitting there watching whatever that TV show, TV show is. And uh, Rebecca falls asleep and she's awakened by baby Kate laying on the phone. So baby Kate is talking to the phone. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I just, I hear this happens more yes. than you can yes. know. And I don't judge anyone for it. Because I mean, it's like these kids, like you turn, I've been around kids enough to know you make one turn to the right and then there they go walking down the hill. I mean, it truly happens so fast. So I know it's like a great, I've just heard stories of just the guilt that comes yes. from that. But almost everybody I know with a child has had a, baby tumbled down the stairs or had a baby thumped out the bed I mean it just it happens I'm not making trying to make light of it but I'm just laughing because I'm like there you go this is us it seems like this is truly the thing that really would happen and how you can get very um it, of course it's concerning so it just seemed like aha look at them putting in that moment that seems so real yes <laughs> and it's a door too so it's like oh my god and then it's like how long has she been down there which way did she fall did she fall head first feet first that's true like it's so many thoughts and so I've had a baby fall off the bed situation with my youngest one so when this happened I'm like yep that's exactly how you feel I was I didn't fall asleep with her well there was a time I fell asleep with her on a couch and thank god she didn't roll off the couch at that point we were just both asleep because we were exhausted but um I had laid her on our bed in our room and um, she has started becoming a little bit more mobile because it just happens overnight. So one moment they're immobile and the next moment they're like rolling or something <clears throat> or crawling or scooting. But either way, I laid her on a bed for her nap, her little nighttime nap at the time. And um, our bed is like probably three feet off the ground. You know how your master bed is like off the ground where you have to like step up into it. So anywho, uh, um, I thought I was going to hear her wake up because I was just in the living room. So I thought I was going to hear her wake up and run in there to get her. But girl, what I heard was, ah! So I run in and she's laying on her back just crying. Oh, I'm like, oh, 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 my poor little baby. <laughs> now, point, she's the second one. So it wasn't as terrifying as being a first-time parent. But <laughs> you still feel guilty. You still feel yeah. like, oh my gosh, like, how did this happen? Like, is she okay? And she was fine. And she was okay. But I was just like, this is so real. This is so real. And so she runs off. Rebecca runs off and calls Dr. K. Whoop, whoop to Dr. K. <laughs> and um, she's like, yeah, I damaged my baby. And so she sits. She leaves a voicemail because Dr. K doesn't answer. It's the middle of the night. She lays Kate down and she sits there and watches Kate. And I want to say at this point, we have a flash to the quote unquote present day where uh, Kate is sitting down watching her mom sleep. And I'm just like, this is oh, us, stop. They did it so well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so let's see what else. They have here about Randall or about Rebecca telling Randall about the tooth fairy. Um, I don't know. I mean, do you have anything to say about that part? 
just think that when they went to the all the younger scenes, um, like with Rebecca, mainly with her and the kids, um, I just thought they did a really good job of just showing the sacrifice of a mom. I mean, a parent, mm-hmm. but of course, they really just highlighted the sacrifice of the mom. And I just like the different unique relationships that they all have or whatever so we see with the tooth fairy situation how she knew that randall again the responsibility but she's like okay he can handle this so this is what i'm going to tell you and so you can see how like how she looked at randall and how you know randall received love from the mom and they were like each other's i don't know i don't know like um I want to say guard, not guardian, but you know, like they just, like they just kind of had their own language, if you would. And I, I would say that she had it with the others too. I think we may have seen, we see it more sometimes in the Randall and Rebecca relationship. Yeah. But even Kate, like we just see her hanging with Kate, um, and like she was like, "This is fun," you know, like she's like a little girlfriend, like her best friend, like she mentioned, um, you know, before. But it was funny. I was thinking, like, hmm, little young Kevin. It seemed like a lot of the flashbacks was him having a lot of poop on him. Or even him doing stuff with the uh, partying. But of course, we see how he matures. And he just seems to always know like what his mom needs to. And just always takes her thoughts into consideration. Because I'm thinking back when him and Randall got into it at the art museum. He was like, no, like I'm listening to what mom says. So, I mean, they all have their own unique roles. So I just thought like the flashback scenes, you see the bonds that she has with them and that the kids have with her. Yeah, and I think and you're so right. And another article I read had that same underscore of you got to really see in the flashbacks how Rebecca had her individual relationships with each of her children and knew how yes. to talk to them, just like you said. So true. I think that point that you brought up was something they were trying to convey. Um, I was looking more at the scenes, the younger scenes, especially since they were interweaving them with present day scenes as the mm-hmm. circle of life type situation. And it could be both mm-hmm. or all, whatever. Yeah. But that's, that was more impactful to me than seeing like, oh, this is her different relationships with the kids. And also the point of why all three of them feel like this responsibility to pay their mom back for everything. Yeah. And so the episode was just so great. And I'm like, Mother's Day, Rebecca, like, you did it. You did it. This is us. Oh. Yeah, they too. And I think too, I would definitely agree that just showing the circle of life is the, like, that is the the highest thing. You know, like, that would reign supreme, if you would, over the others. Um, but it's just, they always give us so much, right? It's like, in so many different ways we can look at it. But I, I'm hoping that was, like, the main message they wanted us to get which was also, which made it hard <laughs> as well. <sighs> so going back to the big three, having their meeting, they're eating Chinese food. <laughs> oh, that part where Kevin gets up and it seems like he's walking away and Kate's like, don't walk away. And he's like, I'm just going to get some more egg roll or something like that. <laughs> I was like, that's funny. Good one. Okay. Um, <laughs> but okay. So Randall wants Rebecca in Philadelphia, like we said. Kevin is like, you know, I just need to pay Rebecca back. And I've been like this pain in her butt her entire life. And she Mm -hmm. really wants to be where she is. And I built this house for her. Like building this house was the one good thing I did. That is so profound to think that out of your 40 plus years of life, the only thing you think you did good for your mom was build a house. Out of 40 plus years. Mm That's the only thing you think you did good? When I know that if Rebecca was in her Rebecca state of mind, she'd be like, you sound silly. <laughs> like, that right. is not the thing you did for me. But just that quote unquote weight that he has on his shoulders, um, 
I, I just have to make this right with my mama because I've been such a pain in her butt and giving her this house. Like she has to be in this house. This is what she wanted, right, Kate? Like he keeps it like Kate. <laughs> I mean, he's not here. <laughs> um, so let's see. Kate is silent, as they say. Kevin and Randall's going at each other. I love seeing the cutaway to Beth and Sophie playing out what they figured was happening with the big three meeting. And it was so like good because <laughs> Beth is like, she's our mother. She's our mother, Kevin. And Sophie's like, oh, you don't think I know she's my mother? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, that is exactly how that goes. But I thought it was so cute because you see the example of the spouses like or the partners and just how well they know that they're mate. And old Philip, the newbie, he's like, yeah. wait, this is a serious matter. Like, why are we laughing? And they're like, listen, we didn't been around this block a couple of times. Like, you know, we, we got we to gotta take our last week and get them. So, um, yes, I love those, <laughs> those scenes as well. And I just like, again, Sophie and Beth, like, you know, Beth having another lady that she could talk to. Like how when she's with Madison, I like that. Yeah, and she never had that before because Kevin was a playboy playing around. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, why wouldn't she have that? But yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So the nurse, the big three meeting is interrupted when the nurse brings Rebecca. She's about to take her for a walk, but Rebecca's makeup. And so when I saw it, I was like, oh, like why? And then I'm like, oh, and I'm just thinking like, if I was in that position and saw my mom, who wouldn't do this? Like, how do you react to that? And the answer is you do it like Kate. Kate's like, mom, you look beautiful. And she offers to take her for a walk. And I just thought that was so sweet and endearing. I don't know if I could have done that. I think I would probably be more like Randall. I would like to believe that if the time comes of the circle of life, that I would be like a Kate. But it's just so hard to be a Kate. It is so much easier than Kevin and Randall, I feel. Um, so yeah, so Kevin and Randall are taking it back. And then Randall says, and girl, I started getting my lump in my throat, but I held it together. Randall yeah. says, that's not our mom, Kev. Our mom was magic. Yeah. <sighs> now, yeah. I had twisted feelings on it. Like I thought that statement was very hard to, like it got me. I was like, oh my gosh. But at the same time, I was like, why would you say that about your mom? Like, your mom is still your mom. I don't, I don't know. Like, our mom was magic. So what is she now? I don't know. So it was like, on the flip side, what did you mean? Like, what do you mean she is now? Like, I don't know. Um, I think it's just that reality when you're going with somebody's dealing with that type of an illness. And you truly, like, you see them. It's like... Um, like a shell of themselves right like you see them and that's them but it's like this is nothing that she would do and so you just feel so disconnected and as we see like they felt so disconnected from their mom because it's like this is this is not her and so yeah they're definitely having a, a harder time just accepting that this is her now and how do you repay the magic even though you can't that's the whole thing you can't burden yourself you can't you can never really repay right but you know how do you bring magic to her in her situation mm. where, where mama is now because this is still mama Ricky, you show better be talking. How do you bring magic to her now? Yes, that's what's up. So before that scene ends, Randall does what Erica says, Randalling. He says, it's a beautiful house, man, but I'm not going to leave her in it alone. And nothing you can say will change my mind. And he goes walking off. And I'm like, oh, roll eyes. Come on, Randall. <laughs> like you've come so far. Girl, yeah. 
<laughs> so um what happens next um they say at nikki's at nikki's oh and so at the cabin you see philip and the in-laws like you know Beth and Sophie are still kind of like just hanging out doing her thing but Philip's like pacing he's looking out the window he sees that Kate's walking Rebecca and he's like <laughs> like should we just be sitting here making fun you know like whatever and Beth is like dear sweet naive Philip we can't <laughs> help those three nobody can <laughs> and then she talks about how they give all those speeches and have all those feelings and it's just a lot it's a lot yeah. and you're gonna learn yeah. one day um and so Philip I think he does accept that I was interested in okay let's see okay so remember when you had the wedding episode and Philip was sitting with the big three and me and Erica were like man you see how he's sitting with the like with the big three like he doesn't accept his role if you will as an in as just an in-law it's like no I'm a part of the family and so to see him in that cabin with the in-laws and being like mm. I don't like, I thought he was gonna actually like leave out and be like, no, we need to be in there, but he didn't. He he chilled out. But anything else about them, the cabin scene uh, before I return back to the house? Um, I think it was also in that scene where Beth breaks down how she's been a part of the family for over thirty years and how it's yeah. been the biggest blessing and big, biggest curse. Did you say that? Biggest blessing and the biggest burden. biggest yeah. Make sure, yes. yeah. And I was like, that's so profound. I just started thinking back to the tender moments that Rebecca had with Beth when, you know, she maybe mm. could get through to her mom and how she was at her as a mother figure. I mean, they 30 plus years when you just hear that, it's like, man, as long as I've known Randall, I mean, but like, of course, it's like a dub, but just the reality, like, I've been knowing this boy since college. That's how long I've been in this family, pretty much. And it's biggest blessing and biggest curse. Wow. Yes, I love that because she's she's like everybody's always moving. He's gonna want to move her into our house. Everybody's always moving into our house or something like that. I'm like, poor Beth. Oh, that's true. A lot being a part of the Pearson family, and I don't think anyone like Toby couldn't make it obviously um, in the Pearson family. But even he, over and over, would say, you know, have his gripes with his role or placement among the big three is just like really consuming. And like she said, it's always speeches and it's always emotions. And it's just so, and, and they always want to, I don't know, whatever they're doing, but yeah. um, that was cool. And, so, and you know what I'll say, and there I say one more thing about that. I bet it's a whole lot harder being an in-law to uh, like with being a Kate Pearson's husband, right? Because you are surrounded by brothers who always feel they know best, who always want to speak out, so-called maybe out of turn, like this is not even really between you. You always have to add your two cents. I bet it's a lot harder because that male side that wants to protect and be there and make sure my girl, you know, my wife is okay. But yet it's like, I'm still an in-law, but that's my wife. So it's just, I bet that's just a really tricky balance from a uh, male's perspective. Just like when we were talking about uh, the, the the green egg episode when, you know, baby Jack got hurt and Kate and Toby was out there hollering at each other and then the brother stepped in. Remember me and you were kind of like, hey, at what point do you just let marital affairs be marital affairs and or, you know, siblings come in? So yeah, I, I, I'm agreeing with you that it is an interesting dynamic, especially I believe if you are the little sister or sister period to brothers yeah so after kate's walk with her mama kate calls toby were you surprised to see toby in this episode 
You know, only because, you know, I was watching the Instagrams. So I knew he was going to appear soon. So <laughs> not really, but I was just so happy for it. Because, you know, me and Toby, he has a special place in my heart. So I was happy for the growth, them having the conversation and checking on the kids. But her just, them being able to have the conversation that they had, girl. Wow. So... Again, Erica called me this morning and she was like, what did you think about Toby? And I was like, I thought it was gratuitous, the scene. And she, she but Erica had the same response as you. And I think I've come around now. Because I was like, why would you call Toby? Because in my head, I'm thinking, Kate's husband, Philip, they have positioned him as, um, not a Miguel, I'm not going to take it that far, but as someone who's been a real support system and the little bit that we've known him, since they've been together, he seems to be a really strong support system. Someone who really has Kate's back someone who understands Kate and can give her the pep talks that she needs. And so when I see Kate calling Toby um, as a blast from the past, I'm like, hey, why would you, instead of confiding in your husband or getting that push from your husband, why would you get that from Toby? So that was kind of where I was going with it. But I think you guys, are you laughing at me? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm oh. just listening to you. But I just think that now, maybe the underline is that she was calling to get his advice, but the way it truly went was like, just checking on you, catching some air, you know, basically how the kids. And then when he says, how are things over there? And then she kind of opened up about some things. And then he's like, do I have permission to provide my feedback type? So, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't think, I didn't look at it like, oh, I'm in this bind. Let me call my ex to get his opinion. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. So maybe the lens, the perspective. Okay. Because I was like, okay, you checking on your children, but now you want his opinion? Like, go to your husband. Okay. Got it. So, um, like you said, Ricky, he asked for permission to overstep. And here, TV line um, emphasizes the subtlety that seems to indicate he's grown a bit since they, since they split. And I didn't even think about that for when he said permission to overstep. I was thinking more of, we're not together, so I need to like, just stay out your business. But now that I read that sentence from TV line, I'm thinking, yes, because, you know, before, he kind of had to take over spirit, too. Like, Kate can't make decisions for herself. Kate don't know what's best <laughs> for her. And I got to tell Kate everything that she needs to do. And so now he's he's recognized the growth in her. And, and then where, how far she's come. And like, you know, you don't need my opinion, but do you want it? Yep. So yeah, yeah. go ahead, TV Line, for putting that Yeah, out. that's a good point. That's a good point. They broke that down to the ground for us. Cause <laughs> that, I was just like, oh, they have growth. They can talk to each other. They're not yelling. He got the kids and he's, he's look sane and look happy. And yeah, that part too. And just like, he just want to make sure cause he ain't the husband no more. I took it more from that way yeah. as well okay okay tv line <laughs> <laughs> so we learned in this conversation girl that over the what five or so years that we've seen kate she didn't got her master's in education and she's designing the art curriculum for the entire state of california okay and i'm like kate that's so awesome girl i was so happy to hear that oh that's awesome because she was a high like high school graduate that's all so she had, wait, did she get her associate's degree? I think she did finally get her associate's But either way, she had a lot of schooling to do. And yes. so I'm like, what you did and you're doing? That's what's up, brava, brava. Yeah. So he, his advice to her was that she's amazing, but when you get around your brothers, you become this, this unsteady version of yourself. So that kind of, that moment explained to me why she was just sitting there like a bump on the log when they were having the family meeting that she called um that she just that's that's how she does she reverts back to her old way so I was like oh, okay I get it like you can get that so back at the <laughs> back at the house Beth is trying to go get some Chinese food 
and before being seen by any of the big three, but of course her husband sees her. So it's like, I need to talk. And of course she obliges. And so they go sit outside and you see Kevin, you know, with his kids and family that that's an interesting family dynamic. And I think this is us as being very intentional in showing Kate, not Kate, Kevin, Madison, and Elijah. Like their co-parenting relationship is so new normal, if you will. <laughs> it's like, what is this? It's a lot. Cause they're like all in each other's faces all the time. Like multi-family dwelling living type situation. <laughs> you see. Mm-hmm. Like let's all vacation together. And yeah. stuff. It's like, that's, that's something. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a way to do it, I guess. Right. <laughs> um, so Randall's like, you know, I gotta do this because Kevin's irresponsible. Kate is overwhelmed. And Beth says, they're not like that anymore. Uh, versions of them that no longer exist. And I thought that was such great advice. Like, yeah. it is so true too. Like, no matter, sometimes no matter how much you've grown, people still see you as a version of yourself that doesn't exist. And it's like, how do you overcome other people's perceptions of, of, of where you are when you're not that anymore? And then it makes you doubt, like, well, am I still that? Since that person can't accept that I'm not that? But either way, mm. I just love that Beth was able to be that voice of re- reason and be like, you really don't have to do this. Like, your brother and sister are really capable of making yeah. decisions and stepping in. Like, they're they're there. Like, they are they are responsible, and they don't need you to be the savior. You've been the savior all your life. And she didn't say all these words, but yeah. it's a sentence, in my opinion. That's everything she was saying. Like, you've been a saver all your life because you felt like you had to, and maybe you did have to, but they're not those people no more. Like, no, nah, they full grown. They, they are capable. Let them do. <laughs> yeah, and basically, like, what she did say is, like, and don't underestimate your sister because her having to put up, which is, like, y'all egos, and, like, Kate is the strong one over here. Okay, I don't, I don't know if you just not noticing, but don't underestimate her, and I was standing up for that part, too. Just all of it. I was like, Beth better come in with a word. Thank you, Beth. <laughs> with a word (laughs) we will return after this quick ad break stay with us so after beth gives her word (laughs) to randall kate is like hey brothers like let's talk um and so she gathers them back in the living room and she's like i'm gonna make a decision pretty much because mama told me i should and i will but first Randall, and I love this part because I was thinking the same thing before she even said it. Like, Randall, how are you going to take mama to come live with you when you can't even look at mama? <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? So she supposed yeah. to sit at your house in the corner while you neglect her? I mean, okay, he ain't going to do all that. But I'm just saying, like, you can't even look at her. You can't even give her the tender love and care that she needs. And mm. you want us to send her with you. She'll be better off just sitting here with the nurse. That's what I was thinking. Um, and see, that's why Kate and TV is so much better than me because you don't have to say all those words like I just said <laughs> to get your point across. <laughs> <laughs> just passionate. So Kevin's the same way. Like you barely even look at her or whatever. Like you really want to touch her. So she's like, y'all come with me. And so they go in the room and girl, this is when my eyes started welling, but I still was keeping it. I was still being a G at this point. <sighs> Kate gives Randall the brush or a brush and tells him to brush his mom's hair. And she's trying to tell him how. And he's like, I got three girls, I got this. And then she gives Kevin a bottle of lotion and tells him to rub his mother's hands with the lotion. 
and you just see this beautiful scene, which oh, is ever of, of yeah. the big three and their mom. And for a moment, you can see Rebecca, like the Rebecca without the Alzheimer's, like kind of yes. come back. You're like, smile a little and just enjoy the moment. And that scene was just so beautiful. Yeah. <sighs> I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they, the way I think it like ends, like you see, like said, the little smile come out and it just paints the the nurturing moment of it all, of them doting over their mother. It's like, ah, closed curtains. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. It was a wonderful scene. Amazing. Season. And we yeah. don't have a lot of times when we have Big Three and Rebecca as like ah, happy. Because I remember yeah. in the episode when Kevin got stood up, the Adirondacks, or however you say those chairs, the name of those chairs. Oh, yeah. We're talking yeah. about like, oh, that was so beautiful just to see the four of them. So that kind of reminded me of that. But it was just a really beautiful scene. And again, Kate, trophies and kudos to you for knowing exactly what your mama needed and how to accomplish it so that was really beautiful <clears throat> so by this point i'm thinking like randall the mama don't need to live with you for many reasons not because he's not paying attention to her but because his schedule like they keep saying you're a u.s senator you have a crazy schedule like no that's not gonna work but i'm also like kate, well i guess i'll just get to kate so <laughs> get to kate's speech since i I, I completely agree with her. So mm -hmm. the next morning, all of the adults and the spouses, so the kids are out somewhere. They're all in the house and they're eating Chinese for breakfast. And Kate says she's made a decision. She says she's talked to Philip all night or her and Philip talked all night. And they're going to move Rebecca to Los Angeles because first off, she's like, Randall, we're not gonna move mom to Philadelphia because you gotta live your life. That's what mama said it, that's what she wanted. So we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna dim your life. So no, that's out. And she's like, mm -hmm. but Kevin, like yours is out too because just popping in and out is not gonna work. Like mama needs love and family around. So boom. So what is gonna work is we're gonna take her to LA and she's gonna either live with us or we're gonna find her the best facility. So I'm like, okay, see, that's what I was thinking was going to happen. Like, why wouldn't Kate take mama? I mean, that's a big responsibility, but I was just thinking like out of the two, Kate would be the best just for what we thought. So when she said that, I'm like, oh, okay. But then, but then, <laughs> Kevin, and I love the way he did it too. Like Kevin shines in this episode as well. And not to say that Randall doesn't shine, but I think it is time for the brother and sister to step up and for them to have the growth. Like we've seen Randall's growth and we've seen him be the shining star, if you will, for like pretty much the whole series. So now to have, in my opinion, to have Kate and Kevin like at the same level, like they're all grown, they're all respectful, they've all worked through their issues, like it is beautiful. So the way that Kevin like broaches the subject, like I respect your decision. First off, I respect your decision. And mm -hmm. if that's what you want to do, I am behind it. But I do have another option that I would like for you to consider. I mean, I'm making up some of these words, but my point is, he didn't just say, mm -hmm. no, me and Sophie said, like, no, you are going to make this decision. It rests yeah. with But I want, I want you to consider this. So he tells uh, Kate and everyone that he and Sophie had also, also been up all night and they've decided that they'll just live in the house with the mom because he built it for her and that's where she wanted to be. And Sophie doesn't like California no way. She want to be on the West Coast. So of course, my next question, which was Kate's next question, but what about your kids, okay? And so that's when Madison and Eli pop up and like, well, we gonna move to the East Coast too. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, what? 
but it don't stop there. Because then, <laughs> then Idiot like, because and that's when I thought they had said they were gonna move, but apparently we're already living in the cabin. They're like, well, we're gonna be here too, so we can help out. So, whew, yeah. cue yeah. my tears. So my tears start falling, but they're like going. I'm kind of doing like the Denzel tear at this point, like one tear. Like I'm still kind of holding it together. Like man, look at the family like rallying together, and like nobody has to do this alone. But then I get like two or three tears because uh, Kevin turns to Randall as like, I can do this or something like that. And Randall says, I don't know what he says, but he thanks him. I think he just says, thanks. like shake hand or something like that, right at the gesture. But did like, you I- see how mm-hmm. it seemed like Randall was so relieved, like in a good way, not like, oh my gosh, ooh, I dodged that bullet, but like, I no longer have to be the donkey, the mule of the family. I no longer have to give up my life. Like just the relief of it all to know that you're not the only person that have to carry the family. I felt like he expressed in that moment when he was like, thank you, Kevin. And I was just like, that is beautiful. So my tears are starting to roll at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything else to say about this scene before we continue on? I think also that was Randall's acceptance of what Kate, what Beth was talking to him about. Like, these are not the same people. And like, almost like, I trust that it would be okay. So a relief in the way that you mentioned, but also like, I can surrender this. Like, they do have it. Like, this is like, I, I'm, I'm with you or whatever. So, um, so yeah, I just, I love like just all of that moment. So it was such a tender moment for all the ways you broke down to us. And I guess just to wrap it up, it's just a family love. Like you said, like, we don't have to do that. You don't have to do this by yourself. It's not one, to just you, us, you know, like I'm the family. I'm, I'm taking on everything. No, it's like we all, and then they want to, like, they are willing to like let their lives, you know, you know, go a different direction. Like they're willing to just make so many sacrifices, all of them. And so it's just a tender moment of the whole family pulling together, like you mentioned. So I, I like. Cause he was so new to the, he's so new to the game. <laughs> like, I just wanted to be with Madison. Like how I end up sucked in here, but no, but his family's on the East coast. And uh, like they, like Madison said, like they were just being there for Kevin. So uh, still. And was- I, knew, I knew this is us mentioned toward the beginning of this episode. They let us know that it was a finale of the nanny of the manny so i'm like oh okay so we know this for a reason i'm not sure what it is now but this is important so i'm like aha now it makes sense because kevin's is about to end it's just like a perfect time yeah and his his business uh is on the east coast too so he's close to his business now yes yes <laughs> like all they talking about all the, the chips align like everything stacking up it was beautiful Yes, and everybody gets to continue living there. Kate gets to continue yes. being the boss chick that she's become. Randall being a U.S. senator, and Kevin gets to continue his work on the Big Three Builders and caring for his mom. Yeah. So, yeah. girl, and she get to stay in the house that he built. He built yes. his mama house. <laughs> yes, everybody gets to live out her wishes. Everybody gets to live yeah. their life, and she gets to stay in the house. Yeah. So, I'm trying to grab onto my desk. All right, so I'm already emotional at this point. But then we get a montage, the darn montage, mm-hmm. of the time passing under the new arrangement. 
So we see Kevin caring for his mom. And I don't want to say it right here. But I guess I'm going to say when he first was like going on the walks with his mom, I'm like, he doesn't look like the age that he's supposed to be when we get to that future scene that we first saw. I didn't realize that scene of Rebecca in the bed came in the season finale of season two. I'm like, uh-huh. that was a long time yes. ago. <laughs> yes, I remember that. I didn't thought it was like season four, maybe even season three, but season two, that was four. Oh, you said it was season, oh, I see, see, girl, you said season, no, I'm just like, I know I seen that scene. Okay, no, I don't know if I knew it was season two either, child. Oh, that's too much. Uh, I don't remember all that. <laughs> I was still trying to cope with William about to die or something on this. I kind of remember what episode that was. It was too much, so I don't remember that. So I'm like, well, Kevin is, a, is not, the, he doesn't look the way and Kate and Randall because we see Randall and Kate come to visit and I'm like they're not at the age that we see them in that future scene where we're trying to see who gets out that white car or do we know who got out the white car was it Edie that got out the white car who got the white car it was Edie that got out okay. the white car so yeah so I'm like they're not that age so um we have some time to go I realize so we see Randall and Kate come to visit and it's beautiful it's like they're eating Chinese every time they come visit um Madison, Eli, Nikki, Edie, and the twins are around. I don't know. I hope Madison and Eli don't live there. I hope they just stay nearby. Stay nearby. <laughs> but either way, I'm gonna go with it. They stay nearby for 100 because I need them not to all <laughs> be in that cabin together. <laughs> and so as the years pass, girl, you see Kevin's hair is getting grayer. And they noticed that Rebecca's hair is getting longer. But my thing was more on Kevin because I'm like, oh my gosh, they're taking us to the point in the future. And I'm like, I'm not ready. So they do just that. They take us to the point. Kevin's taking care of his mom. He's getting older. You know, Sophie is smiling. You see her in her little scene smiling. And Kevin just (laughs) seems satisfied. And then he tucks Rebecca into bed. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. He tucks her to bed and then he walks away and you can see like Rebecca's looking ill, fragile, yeah. if you will. And Kevin calls Randall and he's like, and we see that Randall gets that call that kind of propelled everything into that final scene or what we could thought was going to be the final scene. Um, mm. And he's like, you know, get the girls and Beth to the house as soon as possible. And the last line that we hear before it goes off is, they're saying it won't be long now. And I'm I'm a completeness. I'm like, I I cannot. I can't. Ricky, when I say I cannot, I can't. No, I didn't expect it to get me the way it got me, too. It was too much. And then they go right into what's happening on the next episode, Tiff. I think I'm going to need, I guess we have to figure out how to help each other because I was not ready. Like, the waterworks that came, and my husband made sure I was okay. I was like, why am I responding like this? Like, this is too much. Like, I wait to the end of the episode, and I just lose it. It was, it was, it was hard. Lost it, girl. Like, Mm -hmm. they were blowing down my face so hard. You would think I Mm -hmm. didn't, Rebecca. But again, I feel like, uh, and of course my husband's like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, shut up and turn on Golden Girl so I can get happy. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just like really frustrated with This Is Us because I really need a breather, but I feel like it's going to be more like what you said, Ricky, we're not going to get the breather or the joy until the last episode. So I'm like, we Mm -hmm. have three hard-hitting episodes and you're getting sadder and sadder like yeah. the girl was bad but this one was really bad like bad 
bad as in how sad it made me. Um, yeah, but I still think it's the slow, it's the slow mo. It's like you know, it was to me it didn't hit us with as much as it did. I still feel like I'm slightly recovering from all that. That Katobi episode was a lot. They hit us with so much, and for the Hallmark girl in me, it was the love. I was my heart was tugged too much, and so um this is all just been beautiful even the Miguel episode we both agree just how they did it it's just I don't know so artistic and it's sad but it's like at the very end it's like okay you kind of feel like what's going to happen at least I did but then it happens like oh I'm not ready but then this one is like about to be Rebecca and I'm like I'm really not ready I thought I, I thought I, I mean I knew I figured what was gonna happen but it's getting too real now um too so I feel like they're doing it in a way where it's hard but it's still palatable I don't know. I think that's what what my frustration is. I feel like, not frustration. I think that's where I'm at. Like, I don't know if I can accept much more (laughs) of this sadness. You know how people say, I don't do this enough because it's too much for me. True. Like I'm getting to that point where I'm like, it's a lot. It's becoming like what people say it is. Like it's too much. (laughs) Like they used to give it to us in doses. Like, hey, you guys just take that spoon and it will, you know, take that medicine and we'll follow sugar. But we've been getting medicine and medicine, about to get medicine again. And I'm yeah. just, I, I'm still reeling from Miguel. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm still and I think like you said earlier, and like Erica said, and like I said, what really tugs at the heartstrings is the realisticness of it. Like, no, these are teenagers. Yeah. But this is seriously real life. As I keep telling my husband, like, this is real life. Like, imagine having to sit there and yes I know you're caring for your mom but just seeing her and I'm like how much longer did she live like at least five more years I would say because he got I mean, at, at least I feel like we're talking about 10 because I feel like five year mark gets us to Miguel passing I feel like it's several more years afterwards no, I'm saying like, how long did she live after Kevin and all them moved into the house I'm oh, saying at least, oh yeah, at least, oh I see, at least five, yeah, at least five, at least, yeah, I'm agree, you're right. I'm like, that's a long time to see your mom in that state, mm-hmm. be a caretaker for your mom, so I think that also yeah. touched me, I'm like, this is a lot of years to see your mom like that, and just see her getting weaker, and then you have to make the call or receive the call, mm. not going to be long. Mm. I'm just like, I, I, who wants to hear that? Who wants to hear that about yeah. their mom? Who wants yeah. to? So like, yeah, yeah. And after you saw how much of a mother Rebecca has been to all three of them, and then you have that moment that they're about to lose their mother. So it's really heart wrenching to, to yeah. think about. Um, so yeah, so I was not ready. Apparently, I'm still not ready because I'm hurting right now. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I don't know how I'm supposed to get through next week's episode. I need like a break. I know I once said this is us don't be giving us no breaks like we just need to get in don't be going on but I actually do need like a recovery week Uh, (laughs) can we have like a presidential uh what is it called state of the union come on or something (laughs) and that's the thing they serving it to us like hot like it's not happening because two more back back and that's what i do appreciate before they're having somebody go on their send off they are giving us those special moments so that you really just oh, i guess you leave with the gift of the person the magic with the theme of you know what how kevin and randall describe what rebecca is and what she has it's like you get to see that you got to go all the way back when they were taught like babies 
to the teenage years. Like you get to see different um, clips of her. And I think, I, I mean, I appreciate it. I like that they're doing that. So you can remember the person, although we see her now, apparently it won't be long, but they're giving us a glimpse to show the beautiful life that she really did have. And like you mentioned, two loves, two soulmates in a lifetime. Kids all like, no, pick me, pick me. I'm taking care of mama. This is, this is some, this is wonderful. Like, you don't, this is stuff that you would call Hallmark on you. Cause this is stuff you don't see or hear about all the time. Now that's really legit how you said you have three kids. Like, no, it's me. It's going to be me to take care of mama. No, me, no me. <laughs> I have the, 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 the family member like, why you didn't answer your phone? You know, this was your Saturday. <laughs> like, you don't have to deal with that. Like people are, choose me, please um so she had a, she's had such a beautiful life I'm not ready for it either truly I'm not it's, it's hard but I just can I'm just saying although it's hard I like that they're giving us these reminders which makes the waterworks come out even more but it's like she really had a beautiful life she's surrounded by love from the very you know from Jack to Miguel to her kids and the in-laws that's something to celebrate and Uncle Nikki and, and Uncle Nikki them coming back yeah like this is this is a life to be celebrated. Yes. Yeah, so, um, oh, I just ask because you watch it with your husband, and I'm like, okay. us women are like, <laughs> but how do the men be? Do they get us? Do they get choked up on this with us, or they jeans with it? Well, he's never gotten choked up to the point where he's got emotional, had to get a tissue out. At least not in front of me, but he definitely gets emotional like the last one with Miguel that was that was it was done well like we really got like I'm going to stand up and, and clap like he was just like he's in awe like just of the writing and everything and so this one he just kept saying we both said like the circle of life or just the pacing of the episode and I know we talked about the transitional clips that they had so uh, I feel like lately he's just been like marveling over I guess the beauty of how they put it together so I guess his emotions have been more so of like wow like he's all into it like good another good episode you know yeah wow wow so that's kind of been the, his emotions that i've okay. been seeing i'm just like do men cry or is it just the women <laughs> now, now i will be interested to see like what happens um next episode i don't i mean i don't look listen i still talk to him i said you're supposed to give me at least that one tear at the wedding day so i still never got that tear so <laughs> I don't, I mean, Tip, I don't think it's going to be a tip. I don't know, Tip. I don't know. I'll let you know if it happens. But I do feel he will get sentimental. You know, I don't know. I'm going to be interested to see how he responds. Because, you know, we all are, you close, we close, we all close to our mamas. And just if you start putting yourself in these real life situations, which you don't want to, but sometimes you can watch stuff and you're at a certain age and things happen and it's just, it's just, it's a lot. And so I don't know if something about that would set him off maybe in a different way. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, okay, my friend. That's all I have, and I'm just, uh, I'm just not ready. I'm really not. I know I say that every time, but yeah, I just think you said it's palatable. I think I'm getting to the point where I'm like, it's not, and I don't know. It's almost like, okay. I mean, of course, I'm gonna finish the series, but I feel like if they were like this in the beginning, I probably would have had to stop watching it. Like if they had been back to back to back sadness, or even good sadness. I would have to stop watching it. Um, almost like, I'm trying to think of that show that me and your husband used to watch. Uh, not together, obviously, but. Um, you talking about um, Euphoria. Thank you. Euphoria, yeah. So Euphoria is so dark to me. Um, and it has a lot of stuff in it that I really don't like. It disturbs my spirit. 
but I went yeah. ahead and watched season one all the way through. Um, and then when season two finally came back, I was like, okay, let me go ahead and try to gear up for it. But I could not, I was like cringing throughout the whole first episode of season two. I was sitting there, you would thought I was watching a horror movie and Ricky knows I do not do horror movies. But no, I was sitting there with like the cover up to my eyes, waiting to cover it because it's like suspenseful um, to me. And I was like, you know what? Finally, I had the epiphany. I said, you know what? Ain't nobody paying you to watch this. Like, why are you sitting here <laughs> doing this to yourself? Turn this thing off and don't look back. And so I turned it off after like 40 minutes and have never gone back to it. I was like, it's not worth it. So to feel that. Oh, so now apparently, so I didn't even tell you that I started watching it, girl. Oh. And it is intense. It's a lot. It intense. is a lot. That's the word. It's so intense. So I watched some of the last several episodes of the last season. Um, so I don't, you know, I didn't start from the very beginning because at first I watched and said I can't do it. Then yeah. I got sucked in to an episode. Rue just she just took off running and it's just she ain't stopped. It was just like, I mean, every scene, I was like, I can't. Like, how do you watch this? Yeah. Um, but girl, it, it sucked me in though. So I ended up seeing the last few episodes and it, it was all a, very intense. It's like a car wreck or a train wreck, wreck that you can't turn away from. And so you yeah. like, have to know like how it goes. And it's just so bizarre too. Cause I'm like, are kids mm. really living this life? Cause this is terrible. Yeah. Um, but no, I had to give it up. I had to give it up. So if this is us, had been this way to me, like this mm-hmm. intense, emotionally intense, how it's been this last two episodes and how I presume it's going to be next episode, I probably would have given it up. So thank you, This Is Us, for not doing that to me early on. <laughs> Allow yeah. me to enjoy this beautiful series. And that's all I got to say, friend. All right, so next time. Bye. Bye. Y'all, This Is Us is back with its final season, season six. The series is ending and Ricky and I cannot wait to talk about it. Tune in every Tuesday to watch This Is Us and then tune in every Wednesday to hear our recap and discussions.